This is Idiot Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Brendan Sansom. What an idiot. And Brad Sansom. What an idiot. Welcome back to another episode of Idiot Sticks. I am Brad, along with my brother, Brendan. I'm Brendan. We are here to bring another episode today. If you don't mind, before we get started, if you will take a look at us on Twitter, at Idiot Sticks. We're also on Facebook, Idiot Sticks, the podcast. And also, we got an email if you have questions, comments, concerns, moans, groans, gripes, whatever the case may be, shoot us an email, comments at idiotsticksdot.com. And Brendan's here to tell you where you we're can, at. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts from. So if you have the internet, you can find us. That's correct. Good. So... Where are you at on the college courses that are just kind of, you just take them because you know you're going to get an A? Um, well, I'd like an A. A I, helps my GPA. It, it boosts the GPA. So, Which kind of courses are you talking about? Well, I took badminton and pickleball in college. That's important. What was your major? Uh, criminal justice. Ah. As a matter of fact. Those are very important courses. Yeah, I, I started with uh, accounting. And then realized as I'm going through college trying to play baseball that accounting is probably not for me. You couldn't count? Uh, but Well, I made a D and then determined I didn't want to be in school the rest of my life. So changed it to criminal justice. Um, needed to fill some credits in. I was on scholarship. I had to have a certain amount of hours every semester. Prerequisite for criminal justice was pickleball. And badminton. And badminton. Same course. You got to be able to play those. Two credits. Hmm. So I got two credits. I needed one for this particular semester, so I took badminton and pickleball. Badminton and pickleball. Let's you, talk about those sports. Of, you're a fan of badminton. I we, like the badminton. Growing up. Yeah, my dad was always good at getting keeping the badminton course or court or what is it? Uh, it's, it's a court according yeah. to the legality of it because I, I took badminton. So he I, measured out I everything. We had lines. Spray-painted lines and all. We'd do some family badminton, and I – I have to say, it was fun. Badminton is extremely fun. Did, what Do you know what the device is called that you play badminton? The with? racket. Uh, the other one. Uh, the shuttlecock? That'd be the shuttlecock. So the, mm. the shuttlecock. The birdie. Also known as bird or birdie is the projectile you use to play badminton. And then you got a smaller racket type deal, tennis racket, which is a little bit smaller than a tennis racket, obviously. And if you're going for the shuttlecock and you... Stab your racket in the ground, it will break in half. It's a, the racket not breaks going to hold you. Is also another Sansom tradition. Yep. If you go for the birdie and you miss it, you break the racket and that's it. Yeah. Or you can actually throw them pretty far as well. Mm-hmm. I think we've lost several. Slam it in the ground. If you go out to our over. our parents' land right now, I'll guarantee you there's three of the badminton rackets somewhere in the woods to this and day. There's stakes in the ground, so sometimes you stub your toe on a stake. Oh, no doubt about it. So the the shuttlecock name comes from the 1570s in England when badminton first became popular. Merry old. Had no idea it started in the 1500s. Um, Referred to as the shuttle, and it's derived from the back-and-forth motion during the game. Huh. So that's where the name of it came from. So, so they were prancing around in white uniforms oh, and no doubt. crowns and things like Playing that. Playing badminton. Yeah. And it, for those of you that have never played badminton, at least try it. You can go to any sporting goods store, buy the set. I, I don't know, 100 bucks, 15 bucks, Maybe <laughs> tops. If you got the net, four rackets, several birdies. I'm not comfortable using the legal name. 
uh, much anymore. We got kids listening to it. Shuttlecock. Right. Thank you. So it is fun. It is a fun game, but it is you run constantly, especially because most times we play mm-hmm. two on two. Yeah. So anyway, I took this class in college, and I had to take a test on the proper names for everything: the dimensions of the court, the net, the the shuttlecock, the racket. Hold on. Let's go back to let's let's describe the game a little bit more. Um, so the the birdie is made up of. About like a half a rubber ball on the on the end of it, and it's got a piece of plastic that may resemble feathers or something like that. Something like that, yeah. It's plastic. So it takes uh, a little bit of skill to learn how to get the racket on the birdie and make it go a certain distance. You know, sometimes you want a, a short shot over the right over the net so they can't get to it. That's why want... they teach it in college. Oh, that's it's a it. serious sport. That's correct. I didn't think about so that. So they, I mean, just think about all the people that have never played. Look at all these idiots that don't know how to play. Right. Here's a chance for us to that's, show them. That's correct. Then they can become police officers. It's not an e- easy game to play by any means, especially if you play outside, where well, it's windy, whatnot. I mean, it, God conditions. knows what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, there's no doubt about yeah. it. But it does make it easier if you have to die for it if you're on grass or dirt versus indoors on a basketball court. I would court. think so. There's no doubt about it. So, you're in college. With, along with badminton, we took – Pickleball, and you and I discussed this today. Amanda and I love to play pickleball. I've never heard of it. I introduced this to her about two years ago. It is it's hard to explain. So pickleball is literally in between tennis and ping pong. It's played outdoors, I guess. It, it's played on a tennis-type court. It's smaller, the same lines now in case you play doubles. Yeah, I've heard there's pickleball courts. There is. There's a pickleball court in Auburn, Alabama, as a matter of fact that we went to, and you play with a smaller wooden paddle. So it's not as big as a tennis racket. Like a paddle ball paddle? A little bit bigger than that. So it, it's a little bit smaller than a racquetball racket, if you guys know what racquetball is. So it, but it's wooden. And then you play with what I call a wiffle ball. A pickle ball. But it's not the soft plastic like a, a wiffle ball. It's hard plastic, but it has holes in it all throughout. So it's just... Just like a wiffle ball, but it's harder and it, it goes straight. It doesn't have the lines like a wiffle ball. So, but you play just like tennis. It has to bounce uh, first. You hit it. Um, and 40 it's love? Literally, just like tennis. Score like tennis? Scores exactly like tennis. And I, I know this because I took it in college, and it turns out at the end of this, you play a tournament on our college course. And myself. Of course you do. And my partner, Josh, we won the tournament. Wow. We were the pickleball champions of AUM. Automatic A? Oh, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, the test was a formality. But it was, I mean, it was an A all the way. So, where's the pickle come in? I don't know exactly where the pickle comes in. Um, I I don't. I, I have no idea. You eat a pickle afterwards? I should know that. Probably for the cramps. I should know that, but I don't. I mean, I I made an A. There's no point in me retaining that kind of information. It's such I was, a, a, I was a champion. Such a tough, difficult sport. You expend so much energy. At the end, you get a pickle. So we're going to call it pickleball. Oh, I don't. I don't need the you, salt from the pickle. I don't think I received a pickle at the end of it. I I do know this. I received an A, and we were the champions of pickleball. Okay. At AUM. Well, I took bowling. Bowling. Yeah. 
I was a political science major. And, and you needed bowling. One of the classes was you need to know how to bowl to do whatever people do with a political science degree. So, a lot of politics and bowling. Yeah. Um, Possibly. So me uh, and one of my roommates took bowling, and we were we were okay at bowling. Not, not great, but we had to learn how to keep score manually. You know, really nowadays or if for, you, for a anybody, long time they've been electronically anybody listening scoring. to this has no idea what you're talking about no so there's 10 frames yep. in a bowling game but you can roll up to 12 times correct that's correct because the 10th frame has three that's right yep so two rolls each frame um and however many pins you knock down that's what you write down as your score total for that frame okay and if you knock down eight pins on your first roll and you knock down the other two on the next roll that's called a spare anyway we learned all this and you add it up and you figure out how to manually keep score we had to do that for all of two weeks you only had two weeks of it now the bowling was the whole semester gotcha but scorekeeping was two weeks the uh instructor or professor as it were professor bowling i probably so I imagine you, you have he, to have a degree. In, he received a degree in bowling. I don't know if that was a major necessarily. Maybe, uh, maybe he had a political science degree. Could be. Yeah. I, there's I'm, no. I doubt. had to take bowling as a political science major. It is a profession, right? Bowling is a profession. I don't. Again, I'll go. But I don't know if I'd call it a sport. If you can drink and play something, I don't. I don't call it a sport. Maybe they had an ad hoc bowler come in as a professor to. Could Make be. a little extra money. Who, who's the guy? Who, who's my man, the professional bowler, that is just out of control? Walter somebody? Oh, it's junior. Him. Gosh, I can't remember his name. I'll think of it in a minute. But, yeah, I mean, if you ever watch bowling on TV, it's a lot like watching golf. You have to just get into it and watch it. And But every once in a while, something great will happen. Somebody rolls a perfect game, 300, whatever. Or it's like watching bowling. Which <laughs> right is not that again. Exciting. Hence the reason you should drink while you bowl. It's not the most exciting sport, like watching golf. But it's a sport. I guess and that ball sixteen pounds. I well, ish. I, I mean, it depends on your arm strength. I guess I I don't know. I mean, if you're a professional, usually you're going to use the the larger you think ball. So? I think. Do you think the weight makes a difference? I mean, you're the bowling professional. You took it in college. Well, I mean, you want some action on those pins. That is a fact. And we, a heavier we like, ball. We do like action. action. We do like some action. Um, my roommate, Trey, uh, it was maybe halfway through the semester, um, surprised everyone in class and bowled like a 240. Really? Which was uh, probably 100 pence higher than he'd ever bowled before. Really? Just randomly bowled a 240. He just it tore it up. Oh, he was all over it. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, growing up, my mom worked at a bowling alley, and I bowled every Saturday. Every I, Saturday? I was in a bowling league every Saturday. You had a bag, ball, I had, shoes. Uh, I had a strike ball and a spare ball. What? Yes. I had two balls. I don't think they taught us that in bowling. In my bag. I had two balls, carried it with go. me, shoes. I had a rosin bag. Excuse the, me? A glove, the the whole nine yards. So when, when you walked into the bowling rosin alley. Rosin bagger? Absolutely. When you walked into the bowling alley and saw me bowling, mm-hmm. you would think that my wrist was broken because I had that device on it where I had to roll the, the perfect ball. Absolutely. I was in a league. Up until my teenage years, 
I was decent. Why do they hold their hand over the air conditioning vent? It's dry them off. I mean, you don't want any. Why are your hands wet? Uh, you don't because drinking your beverage. Mm. I told you it's a it's a beer drinking sport. So you were but drinking at 13, beer no, at thirteen. No, at thirteen, I was drinking Coca Cola, mm. and and having to bowl, and also so your hands were this, sopping wet. If you're a professional bowler, you do not go to the bathroom with your bowling shoes on. Sorry, what? You take your shoes off before, before you, you use go to the, the latrine because you want to be able to slide that perfect slide up to the line before you bowl. So you can't wear them off of the lane area. No, because no, you don't want to get them wet. Because then you'll stick and fall over, and it'll be a whole. It'll be a debacle. What kind of flooding goes on in a bowling You've been alley? To a men's bathroom. We can't hit the urinal save our life. So we use. I mean, you got to take precautions. Hmm. I'm sure females didn't take. Was well, that what the rosin bag is for to draw dry off your shoes? You could. I'll tell you this. So growing up, our parents smoked, and we go to the bowling alley, and if your shoes were wet. You just hit the old ashtray. The ashtrays from the ashtray, hit them on the bottom of the shoe, slide like a champ. Daddy, fire up a cigarette. You hey, don't need some ashes quickly. Burn one. Yeah, my shoes are wet. It's about to be my turn. My shoes are wet. I burn one. Yes. And I, I was all over. I actually averaged at one time a two-year span about a 210, 215 average. And the t- the highest score you can get in bowling is a 300? 300. I bowled a 279 one time in a tournament. Two seventy nine. Two seventy nine. Why didn't you go for three hundred? I, I didn't want to. Yeah. Too much publicity. I hear you. I, I didn't want to deal with all that. But the the fact that we offer these classes. I got an A in bowling, by the way. An A. Mm-hmm. What was your high score in that class? Uh, a. <laughs> on the on the lanes. What, on the bowling. Oh, yes. Um, on the lanes. What was your? That's probably one fifty two, maybe one five two. Yeah. So that's halfway to three hundred. Your handicap was bowling. Right, exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> the handicap you have was just bowling yes. in general. But thank goodness because um, bowling led me to receive a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science, which... Right. And uh, bowling is an art. It is an art. To some. Keeping score is an art. I feel like the guy's name, by the way, was Weber. Pete Weber, Paul Weber. The guy that invented bowling? No, the guy I was trying to tell you about that was fired Pete up. Pete Weber, yes. Was it Pete Weber? Yes. He's all over it. He goes crazy out there. Fun to watch. You should watch bowling and see Pete Weber. I don't know if you should watch it, but look him up, take a YouTube, do something. He's fired up about it. Um. Well, next time we get together, maybe we can do a pickleball slash badminton slash bowling outing. I think um, at our age, we should probably stick with bowling. Um. And not with a 16-pound. I think we should ease in about 10, 11, 12-ish. Yeah, I take the kids bowling every now and then. They hate it pretty much. And, Do they? Um, I they, think they it's just want to, They just want to go to the arcade. I love the bowl. I, I think I'm terrible at it, but I, I love great. the bowl. There are a couple of places that have arcades and bowling. I'll choose bowling anytime. Now, that place we go has an arcade and a, all kinds of crazy stuff. I, I think it's love. fantastic. But to, to go with the, the college thing, I, I knew some people that took fishing – yeah. Um, actually, well, took a fishing's class. A, a sport in college. I mean, you can get a scholarship for that. You can. Absolutely. Why can't fishing, you get a scholarship for bowling? I, you Maybe may be you able can. to. I bet you could. Pickleball's next. Not in the South. I think South, your football, baseball, basketball, possibly. Maybe badminton. Well, I don't care for that. Really? That's discriminatory. It, it is. Just because of fact. geographic area. Prefers another sport over another. I can't get a scholarship to bowl. Well, should we offer snow skiing scholarships down here? Yes. We should. Yeah. So we're not discriminating against the southern it's snow It's going to be difficult to 
practice. I mean, so be it. I mean, if you want to do it, you work hard at it, right? Right. So, ah, now you're getting out. Of, that's you're out of line. I say you you got to work hard for it. But I guess nowadays you don't have to work hard for anything. You can transfer. Can you transfer on a bowling team? I'm sure you can. Just like, like they're doing. Is there a transfer portal? If your coach quits for the just, bowling team, yeah, coach goes to a big bowling school, and you don't want to play for the new coach. So I'm I'm at the 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 best bowling school in Idaho, mm-hmm. and he leaves and goes to the best bowling Idaho school State. in Maine. Right. I can just transfer and go with him. Maine Bears. Or they recruited me as a bowler. And he leaves, hey, I don't want to go there. I, I don't want to play for anybody else. I want to transfer to the, the Montana bowling You team. might just quit bowling. I probably would. Yeah. I, I don't think there's a big a big thing for that. Uh, anyway, I'm sure you guys have some college classes you took that you might want to talk to us about. Yeah, please email um, us. Comments at idiotsticks.podcast.com. We'd love to talk about it. Maybe some things we didn't mention. Let um, us know. Maybe we'll mention you on the podcast. Speaking of college sports, I'm proud to announce that my wife, Amanda – is on the line with us who did play college hockey at NC State for a little bit. Oh, my time. gosh. Freddie just burped in my face. Oh, gross. Ready? Did he poop all over the place? <laughs> Not this time. No. That'd be a she. Are you, it's a she. So, did you hit so were you fascinated by the Hershey's Reese's story? Man, yes, of course. I wanted to hear more of these stupid facts that I'll never use in my entire life. I, we're we're full of them. If if you're just now joining, you're full us, of useless knowledge. If I want to learn anything that's never going to help me in life, I just listen to y'all. I I hear you. So we we talked about karma. What 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 was the most recent thing that got us? Do you remember? Mm. Something with you last night with and then the cat threw your plate all over the place. I think you're being ugly to me for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know. I think the last thing I remember is in the kitchen, and you were trying to say something ugly. And you like fumbled a fork all over the kitchen, and you eventually dropped it. And you instantly that. just looked at me and said, no, "Nobody will believe that I'm ugly." He hadn't said anything ugly. Nah, nobody's gonna believe that. Oh yeah, because y'all are just so perfect. Nah, yeah, no, nobody's gonna believe that. So uh, mm-hmm. I think this this last weekend we rented a, a water slide for the yard. Uh, do you care to speak of what happened to me on the water slide? I mean. So there, it was a twenty-two. There was a weight of, limit. There right. was a weight limit. Okay, so you immediately calling me fat. <laughs> no, right off the bat, I, I think said, the weight limit was like two hundred pounds. Which I yeah. mean, okay, so I'm, I'm out. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people are probably. <laughs> but out. the, the yeah, funny thing is, a lot of people. None of y'all told me that. Y'all just said, "Hey, Brad, go down the slide." I'm pretty sure That'd you saw that before you got on there. No, I didn't look at. it. I was sitting yeah, in the chair watching everybody much. else. And y'all were having specifically, a great, is there a way but nobody limit? answered me. Because you saw the little symbol for I saw a bunch pounds. of safety signs, but nobody answered me. So I get up, I mosey my way up the slide, That's and that was it for me. But you knew what was going to happen. I thought that I could be contained in the slide. So Man. this particular slide didn't have a pool at the end of it. It was just a long slide and then a blow-up wall into a wall of sorts. I didn't slam into it. I <laughs> went... Over you it. Collapsed it. And I went over it and then flopped around the ground while you and Amanda were laughing the whole time. And all the kids. The kids were laughing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was fun. But not only that, I we were laughing with you. Amanda said, No, I wasn't laughing at all. Amanda says, Oh, I, I didn't record it, do it again. 
what what else is my part in that? Do you want me to catch you? I mean, what else would you like from me? I would like for when when I went over the slide um, onto the ground for you to be standing there for saying, you for you, you to okay? to have some sort of hey come around say a prayer call Compassion. the morgue exactly. bury a hole call the morgue call the county coroner which digging. by the way is he could have come by that day and asked if I was dead but anyway. You could have showed some sort of sympathy towards me, but instead it was, hey, do it again. I didn't record it. Call the mobile funeral home? Yes. There, by the way. And what Brad's saying is you could have shown compassion like he usually does. Right. I'm a compassionate oh. individual. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was thrown from the slide onto the hard ground, by the way. He was rejected from the water slide. I exited the slide and... I mean, I had scratches all over me. There was Velcro marks. I mean, I, I the was hurt. The slide expectorated him. I was hurt. And all she I wanted. I apologize. I should have put you in the first aid tent and taken care of you. Exactly. As soon as I stopped laughing. No. I'm sorry. Well, but instead you said, do it again. I didn't record it. You should have come. I took a big old bag of suck it up and let me see you do it again. You should have come to his aid and asked him yes. if he was ready for a nap. I, I needed I needed comfort. I mean, I don't have to ask. That's every day. But uh, you should have. Oh, I don't know if felt, it's every day. You should have felt the need. To I work ask, five days a week. Ask him if he would like to take a nap. Right. If you would have flown the over. The would always be the same. If you'd have flown over the slide, I would have come to you immediately to your aid. I'd have, I mean, you, you'd have been a damsel in distress and, and I'd have been there. Compassionate Brad Sanson. I don't feel comfortable with you guys lying. I don't, you guys should not be lying. No, I don't. I don't think it's a lie. I mean, it's it's pretty clear. I mean, I I could have been killed. And you know, the other thing is, my daughter has a broken toe from that slide. That's dangerous. She did. So we got a broken toe, and then your husband flies off the end of it, and by the grace of God, lived. Mm. Mm. The good news is, we can put that video on Facebook. We can do mm. that. We post this podcast. So. Maybe it's karma that I flew off the end of it. I don't. I don't know if I've ever wished uh, death upon you on a water slide, but if I have, then I'll, I'll take full responsibility for that. I mean, I did ask you to wait, and you didn't, so it's probably why you got that instant. Well, karma. wait is what got me in trouble. That's what threw <laughs> threw me off the end of it. That's I'm funny. talking about the other kind of wait with the time involved. I see. You talking about the W A wait, not the W A. Right. I see. You know what else is funny is when I heard Stella say, when when Daddy does that hiccup thing, he says, well, one day he's going to die and we're all just going to be laughing at him. You're not going to think it's funny then. I have some sort of deformity in my esophagus area where I uncontrollably hiccup really loud. I mean, I guess I'm sucking in wind. It's not really a hiccup. Whatever. It's more like a, a, a scare tactic. A cry for help. Is reaching for death. It is a cry for help. Yeah. That's what it is, and everybody laughs about it. And my daughter says, well, I mean, if it kills me, you know, whatever. At, at least You guys it, should let Stella do the perfect imitation of his Yelp. Ah! <laughs> yeah, hey, exactly. y'all can yuck it up all you want to. It is a painful event. It is, it's, I mean, I'm serious. It's like one of y'all breaking a finger. But it happens to me about daily. That's how much pain I'm in. On the reg. It, exactly. The reg, as the, the young kids would say. But anyway, Amanda, I'm I'm really glad we talked today. So that was uh that was informational. 
shows how much you love me, and I appreciate it. She's got. You know, I'm always here to support you. I I know you are. I appreciate it. I love you, and have a good night. Okay, love you. All right, love you. Bye. 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 Thank you for to another episode of Idiot Sticks. Don't forget to follow us on social media: Twitter at Idiot Sticks, Facebook's Idiot Sticks the podcast. And also, you can shoot us an email, comments at idiotstickspodcast.com. You can find us on all the directories that you get your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, etc. Subscribe so we can see who's out there listening to us. You guys have a great couple of weeks. We'll talk to you next time. Enjoy your day.